1: Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just wanna say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in Hope. Get this awesome new, this shirt saves lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers. 785-833. It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. (laughs) I'm sending a text. Um, I had a mouth issue and I had to go to a little, a little surgery yesterday. My mouth's still pretty sore, so if you couldn't hear me, really commit to some real O-type words today, that's why. Can't get my mouth all the way open, but I gotta say I showed up. It's all it's about showing up. Give you a plus effort, uh, B-minus level performance. But here I am. I texted guys last night, Mike and Scuba, because we're on like the uh, group thread of, "Hey, where are the guys running the show?" And I go. Hey, this is me. I don't, I think I could come on tomorrow. And Scoob was like, Bro, uh, why don't you just take the day off? No, man, I promise I can do it. I promise you I could come in and do the whole show. I feel just good. And I'm still like messed up too. And he's like, Yeah, why don't you uh, hit me in the morning and let me know? No, but I promise you I'll be there. And you know what? Guess who was here? You. you. That's right. And us. That's and right. Us. <laughs> it's here. It sucks. Mm. Uh, So that's what's up. I'm going to send that doctor, like it's a dentist, actually an endodontist, which I realized because I walked in, I don't know anything about that. I said, what's the difference? I guess I should know that before I come here. So what's the difference in an endodontist and a dentist? Do you guys know? No. No. Uh, My learning is an endodontist does root canals, specializes in root canals. Mm. And so I go in, super cool dude, pretty young, I like it. I like young dentists and doctors now. I don't think I used to like it, but I do now because that means they know technology and they they back in the day you didn't want a young one because technology hadn't changed that much and you're like, this guy hadn't done much medicine. This little doogie fella doesn't know much. But now I go in and I'm like, man, I'm rooting for like a fifteen year old that like learned how to be a doctor on TikTok because they know everything new, quick, efficient. But he's probably like 32, 33. Walked in, he goes, all right, let's take a look at it. There's a little x-ray thing you put your head in. And he goes, around your head. Eah, eah. And I'm just wondering if they're really gathering my thoughts or if they're doing an x-ray on my tooth. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. So I finished, and he goes, ah, we didn't, didn't see anything good in there. And I went, and where? He goes, oh, sorry, sorry, your tooth. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I think they're on my brain, guys. <laughs> and so he, we look, and he goes, okay, I see where this looks like a fracture. I see where this. He said, this is dead in here. Something that was dead in my tooth. And I was like, what is it? And he pulled out a squirrel. It was a dead squirrel on my tooth from back in my in day's In wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, wow. so he had to go and he did some... They numbed me. Down, down, needle. Gas. Gas wasn't kicking in. And I'm like, turn up the percentage. Turn up the percentage. Clear. They put the thing on me. <laughs> shocked me. And so they turned up the percentage. <laughs>
0: this is very dramatic. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, they did turn up the percentage, though, because gas doesn't work on me very well. You'd think it would really just... I'd sit down and go, and then just be drunk because I don't drink. I don't do drugs. So you would think my body would just anything go, but it doesn't. And so I was like, as I, they're about to go at me with needles. And I saw the needles creeping in. Dun it, dun it. And I'm like, turn up the gas. Dun it, dun it. That I took my hand and I stopped them. I grabbed their wrist. I stopped the wrist. And I took the needle and put it next to their throat. I said, Do you want this? Then turn the gas up. So they turned the gas up. It was actually not dramatic at all. And for the most part, it's pretty good. But they had to pop me pretty good top left side. You know that incisor, that sharp tooth you have over there on the left side? Everybody do it with yes. their tongue? It's the, the uh-huh. two teeth beside that. And my gums have kind of, I forget the word. I'm going to use the word deterioration on the top. So that's why it was so, so sensitive into the nerve. And the tooth had some sort of crack or something inside of it. So they had to go up and drill it all out. Um, it really wasn't that painful as it was happening because now they, they kind of know how to numb it and rock it. The numbing hurt because they gassed me, but you still felt the needle. And I can always tell when the gas is kicking in because the song by Charlie Puth was on and that song that goes, turn me on like a light switch. How's that go? Turn me on like a light switch. Yeah, we both kind of sucked at that one. That's what it is. Do it again. You turn me on like a light switch. Oh, okay. I heard that better. Mm -hmm. And it went from, you turn me on like a light switch to, you turn me on. And I'm like, oh, I'm going. I can feel it going. But as soon as that n- needle like hit my gum, you turned me on like a light switch. It all went away. It was like being undrunk. You ever get undrunk, guys, if you were drunk and when something crazy happens? Yeah. You feel ha- like you do, but like I you think s- you're still drunk. Oh.
0: Yeah. You just kind of <laughs> yeah. sober up real quick. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I thought was happening to me. It was like, whoo, had it all back. And so then uh, I, it hurt for a second, and then I faded back out. And clear. We lost him. We lost him. Beep, He's back. All right, wake up, and then I woke up and um, I, it's it hurts pretty bad today. It hurts bet worse today than it did uh, yesterday at all. went home, my, my lip was numb pretty much at, until after I went to sleep, which doesn't always happen. If I go to the dentist sometimes it gets it's feeling back a few hours later. Uh, the guy did a great job, I think. It's just very, very, very sore today. but I have these prescription uh, like advil ibuprofen, they're a little bigger, and I have uh, like an antibiotic to make sure I don't get an infection. And I'm here, and we're rocking, and, you know, they should, like I say, they should do a Disney movie about this day. I showed up when most people didn't think I would. So feel free to start writing it if you guys want to get in the movie business.
2: So what did they do? Did they remove that pulp like your doctor was No saying? idea.
1: Bro, I have no idea. Okay. I don't know.
2: They just found a dead squirrel, and that was it?
1: hmm May have been a squirrel. Could have been a raccoon. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've been dead for a long time, decomposed even. <laughs> But he said it was really it was dead in there. Yeah. Maybe he's talking oh. about my heart. Maybe he's talking about he's like, it's dead in there. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really point at my to. Yeah, he's like, oh man, this <laughs> thing hasn't and I was so out of it, maybe he pointed at my chest. What, Amy?
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Of course, everything medical in my mind goes back to an episode of Grey's Anatomy, because that's what I'm watching right now. And this guy was having a pain in his back. In your case, it's your mouth. But when they did some x-rays, they found a teeny, 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 tiny little skeleton. And it's his twin brother. When he was in utero, (laughs) he absorbed him. And uh, he's kind of been, he was just born. And so I was like, oh, does Bobby have a teeny, tiny little sibling in his mouth that got absorbed? And like, this is a miracle. And like, you could be your science right now.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a story literally out this morning about a girl who has two belly buttons. And she was like, why do I have two belly buttons? And she absorbed her twin. What? Mm-hmm.
0: That so, is crazy. That is crazy. I'm sure doctors were like, this is amazing. I can't believe I'm being able to, I, wit- I get to
1: witness this. Well, my friend Dwight had, he absorbed his twin as well in the womb. And so, you know, do- when he, he was, did sales, and so he always felt like his strength. He also, like, worked at a farm, ran a farm. And oh,
0: beets, he, right?
1: Yeah, Beats. Yeah, you know Dwight? yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I've only heard you talk about him. He
1: worked at a paper, paper company. Yep. Yeah, they sell for paper. paper right? yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But he oh, absorbed God. his twin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say
1: this about that bit. <laughs> That's starting to be a thing that now on TikTok where people create those. I've been doing that bit for 10 years.
2: Oh, also, forever.
1: Yeah, mostly because I didn't have friends and I was creating stories from friends. And literal, Friends the TV show. But now it's like, oh yeah, my friend. I'm like, wait, I've been doing this bit forever. I did one on TikTok about my friend who was getting married. And... I was talking about you can't the, the day before your wedding like have one last hurrah, especially not your wedding morning. I was talking about my idiot friend who went skydiving the m- morning of his wedding, and he jumped out of a plane. He was like, "I gotta have one more," and he landed in the tree and hung from the tree, and mm, finally cut himself yeah. down. Found the tomato truck, got picked was up that by the. Jesse. That's my uncle Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Full House. Yeah. And then at the end on my TikTok, there's a I, just a little subtle callback to that show. I was like, "Listen, everybody has a different opinions. You say potato, I say potato, but if you remember at the ceremony, they sing." As they're stalling, you say potato, I say potato, potato. and they That was a part of the episode, too. I don't remember that part. I've been doing that bit for 10 years. So, um, I'm good. I'll be 100% tomorrow. I'll battle back. I'll go through some, some rehab today.
0: What's the rehab look like? No, nap.
1: no idea. <laughs> okay. He's stretching his mouth. <laughs> I stretch my mouth anyway. So, that's there. I do also want to mention, if you're watching this, there's, if, sometimes you will see... And my, uh, the camera's a little far away from my face. It makes my lips swollen and my gums hurt and I just feel ugly. And so, but sometimes you'll see when I'm sitting at the desk at work, I put my hand in my shirt like this and people say, hey, what do you do with your... I have really bad stomach issues. Like I've talked about IBEA and if my stomach is killing me, the only way I can get it to just not stab me is by putting my hand like underneath my rib cage. And so if you ever see me, because I've seen a couple questions about it, take my hand and like put it under my shirt and push a little bit, that's me because my stomach is just screaming at me, begging for forgiveness. But that's what's up. You ever notice no.
0: that? I Yeah, I have noticed you do that.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't I'm do it all the time. i glad others yeah. are
0: curious. But I,
1: usually it's under the desk, and that desk height was kind of meant to cover that, if I'm being honest, whenever I built it. And I moved the chair down a little bit, but I take my middle finger, and I push it in under my rib, and if my stomach gets really bad, that is what gives me relief for a little bit. Oh, wow. hmm mm. The more the more you know. <laughs> Thank you. A couple things I want to mention here that we didn't get to on the show. Uh, Leslie Jordan died in a car crash. Now, I didn't know mm. Leslie Jordan. A lot of my friends here in Nashville did know him, and I know he performed at the Opry some, but I never got a chance to meet him. But my friends that knew him loved him. He was 67 years old. He was the, sh- the short, older guy who was on Will & Grace, but he kind of blew up on social media. Does everybody know who Leslie Jordan is? Yeah, yes. I had to Google him. You'd, okay. Um, but yeah, he died in a car crash. They think, from what I've read, is he had a medical episode while driving and crashed into a building. Hmm. Which sucks. It sucks anyway, but a medical emergency and then crashed his car because of what happened while he was driving? That is really scary. I hate that for his family. I hate that for him. I hate that for his friends. Rest in peace, Leslie Jordan. That is, is really tragic and unfortunate. Children who play video games are more intelligent than their peers, a study suggests. And I thought about sending this to my wife, but she'll go, you're not a children. (laughs) It doesn't work for adults? At least not in this story. (laughs) Researchers at the University of Vermont looked at 2,009 to 10-year-olds. About 700 played video games more than three hours a day. The rest did not. uh, Results showed that gamers had better memory and attention spans than their peers. Also improved impulse control. And all this is written in a paper saying two to three hours is just right for kids. So three to four for adults. Ah, yeah, yeah wow. it's from the Daily Mail.
0: Such a long time.
1: I got t- Tiger Woods golf, and I played a little bit. And my character, because I know sometimes my wife will walk in while I'm playing, and I build my character to look like me. And so I built, I built him six one. I thought I'm building him six two, but I built him six one. I know I get a little crap about that. She's because she'll be like, "Well, do you have the right shoes on for on him to be six one?" And I'll be like, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Well, let's be honest, you really get that six one you, when you wear just the right shoes." And so, but he's six one. He looks like me. He's pretty good. We just made the PGA Tour. We won the... Oh, congrats, man. We got through Top 5 Q School. Now we uh, finished Top 20 in the, the Corn Ferry Tour. And so now we're on, we're on the PGA Tour. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Is Liv on there as well? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> they haven't come in the Saudi money. The Saudi oil money hasn't come <laughs> into the video game yet. A study found two-thirds of all online reviews are negative. You know, I would have thought maybe three-fourths. Because <laughs> it is a mean place reviews online are just a place where people go to express their sadness. And sometimes people show their sadness by being evil or being mean just so they can be heard. A survey of 2,000 adults who leave comments on social media or websites about a business, product, or experience found they leave an average of 36 reviews a year, but 24 of those will be negative. And Scuba, are you nearby Scuba Steve? Yeah, I'm right here. Can I talk to you for a second on on microphone and then off microphone, obviously, too? Yeah. So... Was talking about this, and then on the bottom of this, I think, because Scuba, I think you, it's a weird thing. Okay, so this must be a different two stories. This note from Scuba here is on this story. Mm-hmm. Did he put that on this story? Mm-hmm. Scuba, you have a TV show I did a pitch to me? Yes, yeah, I do. Okay, not on the air, though.
2: Yes, off air.
1: Is it about negative reviews?
2: Yeah, it's an idea I've had for a while. And this just that It's kind of just catapulted, like, oh, I might as well just say something about it now.
3: Oh, it's so you confront the people that left the have negative review.
1: Well, they've done that show a few times. Yeah, it's kind of boring, scuba. It is not boring. I think it's I think it's awesome. People just almost die. Oh, you would knock on someone's door. You track them down. What show is that? That sounds awesome. They've done a couple of them, at least on like TikTok. They've had some viral stuff on the internet where people go and track down their social media people and like go to their front door. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. It's just like I would. Is that what the show is, scuba, by any chance?
2: No, I mean there's elements of that, but but it's got a different side to it, and it. Uh, yeah. I, I like it. Don't say
1: anything else. Yeah. Because then Lunchbox will claim to have created it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I did just help you.
3: You didn't help me with anything. And just also, that sh- that already
1: exists, Lunchbox. You didn't help them. Yeah.
3: All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh okay. Sure. okay. Good luck. All right, <laughs> uh, let's just say I already invented it. <laughs> let's just say. <laughs> uh, that's rude. There's a pet kangaroo on the loose in Indiana County. Hey, Go get him. warm the car up, boys. Go get em. Warm the car up. Fill it full of gas. About to go kick a kangaroo's butt. <laughs> that's funny, man. <Mom. laughs> mm-hmm. A pet kangaroo's on the loose in Indiana. A kangaroo being kept. I can have a pet kangaroo. Who knew? I can have a pet kangaroo. I, so. I can have a pet kangaroo. It said that's legal?
0: No, I-, I don't think you'd qualify because they would know how often you talk about beating one up.
1: No. Sport. That's what I talk about. Sport. What's boxing? Sport. A sport. Yeah. What if Eddie and I decided we wanted to box? Is that me treating Eddie badly? Well, no, but Eddie but if you, can
0: make that decision for himself. The kangaroo cannot.
2: And if you always talked about beating me up, like, oh, I want to beat Eddie up, I could totally beat Eddie up, and then all of a sudden you were going to adopt me, they'd be like, you can't have <laughs> yeah. Eddie, like, you're just going to yeah. beat him up.
0: Yeah, yeah. this is not make sense.
1: You make a good point there, Eddie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but we could just, my, my real last name's not Bones, so this is all a work of fiction anyway. It's all done under a false pretense. I'm a character right now.
2: Good point. I mean, he is a character. Your Honor,
1: I'm a character. I'm actually British. Let's hear it. No, I won't reveal my true self here. (laughs) Uh, Can you look and see if a kangaroo is legal in Tennessee? Oh, in Tennessee, I don't know. A kangaroo being kept as a pet by a man in in Indiana Uh, is out. They're searching all over. In Indiana, you can get a permit for one. What about Tennessee? Can you get a, a permit to box one on your own property if you own the kangaroo and the property? And can you put it on pay-per-view? <laughs> That's from Fox 59. I would only fight it once to establish dominance and to show you guys. Then I would treat that like the best kangaroo it's ever had. Okay. You'd be best friends like Rocky and Apollo? <laughs> yeah, we go out solving a okay. crime together. <laughs> Bones in the roo. Tell me, that ain't a good Uh, buddy cop movie. Bones in the room. That sounds cool. Yeah.
0: He'd probably get his own book.
1: Yeah, he would. I got an idea for a second kid's book we're talking about. It's a really good idea. It's about confronting people that put mean comments on social media, but I send Stanley (laughs) to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And we make him sleep right by their door, and he snores real loud and keeps him up all night long. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have an idea for a second kid's book that's going to be really good, but the the issue is, is that I got in a fight with my book publisher, and... I don't know if I want to do it with them. And so now we're like, who I want to do the book with? Because I own the, all of it. The idea, the characters, the draw, everything. So it's, who am I going to do with? What am I going to do? But it's a really good book about, hmm, hmm.
3: We can talk about it if you yeah, want. Yeah,
0: why did you get in a fight with your book publisher? Do you want to set up a
3: meeting with me?
1: The reason I got into a fight with my book publisher is because I signed 13, 14,000 books which no one's ever done that before to go, Hey, I'll sign every everything. And they did, they didn't do a whole lot of promotion other than just let me do that. Cause they knew that alone would make it make the bestseller list. And so I was like, yo, i freaking gave you my left arm in many hours. And what happened here? What would like, show me what you guys did and fair, or not fair. Um, and I don't really have those conversations often, but I was just so frustrated and, they had offered me a, like, three-book deal, honestly. They were like, hey, let's do three more books. And I said, okay, but I want more ownership of it, or I want to have my own imprint to do my own books and bring on other uh, positive kids' books. And they were like, hmm, we don't know about that. I said, okay, deuces. There you go. That's the inside story.
3: Okay. Well, we can talk about it if you want to. Oh, what, what, who, Who's yeah. we?
1: Lunchbox will be the new Me. publisher. I'll be the new publisher. <laughs>
2: do you
0: know how much I'll co- offer you an imprint.
1: Do you know how much it costs to publish a book? A lot. I mean,
2: no, no, no. First, Start with, do you know what a publisher does?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, he puts the book together. Mm. Uh,
2: no. Yeah, basically. Like binds it together?
3: No, you got to make sure edits and things like that, nothing else out there exists. You got to get things copyright like material. You got to do all that.
1: Uh, the publisher actually pays for the paper, the book, the distribution. That's fine. We'll do that.
0: So you have the upfront cost <laughs> we'll for that?
1: that? Yeah. Okay. It probably costs a million bucks. That's fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that's fine? <laughs> we'll get it back on the back end.
0: He's literally doodling on a pen and paper right now like he's building a business plan. Yeah, for it's this.
1: just like chicken scratch. There's nothing on there. <laughs> he's like, yep, what are you doodling? Because I noticed you doing, I'm not in the same room with him right now, but I, I'm looking on camera. I noticed oh. you doodling. What'd you write? I'm I just see write you doing,
2: yeah, there it is. I'm just writing it down. No, there's nothing. <laughs> it's Tell like, a publisher. <laughs> it looks like a ribbon.
0: It's his to do list for later. Google what a publisher does. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I anyway. If, you
1: want, if you'd like to
3: talk, we can talk.
1: I would not like to talk about that. I'll talk to you about <laughs> other stuff, but not. Well, <laughs> the book. Are we going? They also, i say this too, they also were not super receptive to me donating all the money to the, to the dog shelter. Well, that's none of their business. Exactly. Yeah,
0: what why would they care <laughs> what you weird. do with the money you get from it?
1: From what has been translated back to me was they didn't love it and they didn't like me saying it. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow.
1: So they didn't love that. Cause I listen, it wasn't like a bunch of money was made doing this book. And especially that I'm donating. And it's also like songwriting checks. You don't get the money for seven, eight months. I haven't seen anything from the sales of the books. But whenever the checks do come in for the first year, I'm going to, we're going to give it all to Wags and Walks, where we got Eller and who we work with and we, uh, volunteer for. And um, so, but yeah, for some reason that wasn't warmly received. So it was never put in any of the press stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Who knows? I could, they, I did all three of my books with them. The first two were excellent, but it's a different department you do children's book with, like different people. And then I asked for like a hundred of them the other day, like free ones. And they were like, yeah, I can't give them to you. I was like, but they're for a charity. I need to put them... They are like, "Eh, we can't do that. It
3: wouldn't give you 100 books? Exactly. Well, we would have no problem giving you 100. Well, (laughs) for
1: a a couple reasons. One, if they give them to me, they can then write it off because it's a charity deal. Yeah. Uh And then two, I've done all the promotion for this book. And so that's the frustrated part there. I know you guys are hearing stuff you probably wouldn't hear if I wasn't on 10 pain pills right now. Or... I guess no pain pills. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll tell us ra- More. We we'll probably wrap it up. <laughs> Anybody else yeah, got else any you, questions? Yeah, what else you got to tell us? No pain pills, but I'm on antibiotic and a steroid. The pet pa- where you have to eat six of them at a time. I just had sick the whole top six line. You guys familiar with that? I thought you were looking bigger. hmm <laughs> Yeah, I just don't want to get checked. Oh. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm still Not trying to make Roid, still trying Roid to make the league rage. Yeah, I wouldn't tackle that that word combo a lot, Aim.
0: That well, that that's a difficult one for me. Mm-hmm. That's for sure.
1: Ro- Roy wage.
0: But Roy rage is real. Roy wage,
1: <laughs> Roy wage is real. <laughs> Roy wage. This morning, Amy tried to say Zilker Park about eight times. Couldn't nope. quite get it.
0: Wasn't just Zilker Park. It was the, the train. train. What's it called? The Z- Zilker. Zilker, like eagle or something. I don't know how I. Was, I don't know. Say it, it like you said it this sa- morning. I need to know the word
1: Zilker Park eagle. Zilker eagle.
0: Okay. Why well, I was trying to just say that due to a delay, the Zilker eagle.
1: Now, <laughs> Zilker. I, when
0: I really think about it, it's it's like when I get a chance to really, really think about it, but mm-hmm. sometimes under pressure, some words don't roll off my tongue easily.
1: I, I feel you. You may have had your whole life what I have now, which is jaw issues or tongue issues. Mm.
0: I, yeah, I think mine's just a W-R and other you know, random words. Woodwing.
1: Why, 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 It's
0: not a full blown speech impediment, obviously, but Half it's blown, something. I've sure. oh, it's yeah, it, you know, maybe like mm, one eighth blown.
1: Mm-hmm. Nah, more than um, <laughs> one fourth. That's what, that's what we love you, that uh, Coach Shane Beamer, the head coach of South Carolina football, was on twenty five whistles yesterday. What a dude! I mean, I didn't know Coach Beamer at all, but he's a young, guys in his forties, and uh, South Carolina football team's is getting re- going to be really good. They beat Texas A and M. And I was like, after a big win, like, what do you do? Like, as a person, normal person, you finish the, like, how do you, in the world, do you go to sleep that night? This is what he said. Game ends, talk to the team, then I go down the hall, and I do the post-game press conference, and it's late before you get home. And it was close to 1 a.m., 1.30 before I before I got in, got to the house. And I stayed up for, I don't know, an hour or two when I got home the other night and tried to go to sleep because uh, you are mostly worn out and spent. But then it's wake right back up on, on Sunday morning and, and back in the office Sunday morning and right back to work. I got to say, for that guy to come on our show, I was pretty pumped because a lot of these coaches are scared to come on the show because they don't know what I'm going to ask them because I'm not like a traditional sports guy. Coach Beamer was like, let's go. I was like, you ever just like get so excited you pee a little bit on the sideline? <laughs> and he's like, I've never been asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> but he was awesome. And then I, I tweeted, hey, Coach Beamer's on the show. I think we're best friends now. And he's like, we are best friends. Come to a game. Let's go. So it was really cool. So check out 25 Whistles with Coach Shane Beamer. I just, I really liked him. I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I wish I would like them less so I could root harder against them. But I think I'm now a South Carolina football fan. I think they're number three on my list now. What about you, Eddie? Number three? No, I mean after seeing Coach Beamer, were you like, I like that guy? Oh, absolutely! I don't have a college team, so yeah, I'm a game. You co- do, no, no, you have a way. college team. All the Arkansas stuff you wear and all the free stuff you get, you you have a college team.
2: I mean, it's so funny. I wear it so much that there are dads in my son's baseball team that think I'm Arkansas, like an Arkansas fan. So every Saturday they're like, "Hey, big game this week." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan now. Yeah, you are. How about them mm. boys? Oh my gosh, we'll work on that. Them boys. That's how you do it. <laughs> Come. Oh, them boys. You don't have to say it like hey, that. Hey, boys. <laughs> boys. So, anyway, Cowboys, uh, they won again. And that's it. Check out the interview with Coach Beamer on 25 Whistles. That episode went up yesterday. Okay, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, there's a gaming bed going on sale in the UK, complete, uh, complete with a built in TV, storage for consoles, and LED lights. That's the Yeah, legit. that's, that's legit. for you. That's, Eddie I need your five dollars stop avoiding me I mean I'm literally
2: gonna give you five dollars and it's just like throw it in the trash because I can't win a game on that thing but anyway.
1: you agreed to play the season
2: I have and I played a game last night and I lost again I have I can't win a game so basically take the money and throw it down the toilet why
1: not make your team better on NBA 2k do what I told you I'm to trying
2: do. I'm trying I just can't I can't do it
1: so are you, I, I, are you quitting? I don't
2: think I know how to play 90s basketball I think that's the problem I I don't know how to play the 90s style basketball like what we're doing in that league
1: you just don't shoot threes every second that's my thing though I shoot threes okay well then get a three-point shooter like I did I got Dale Curry you won't miss <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's they're very slim to none
2: like the amount of three-point shooters on that game
1: Amy we play NBA 2k and so there's six of us including our internet friend Andrew who came in and said on the show and From so Kansas. We play and you have a month to play your season. It's 20 games, 21 games. And so you have 31 days to play your 21 games. The game takes like half an hour. And everybody puts in five bucks, and whomever wins at the end wins all the money. It's uh, 30 bucks. And so Eddie won't pay. So I'm going to send well, here- out, I'm gonna have to send out the goons to whack a kneecap.
2: Oh, Stanley? He's going to have to sit outside my front door? And snore and wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Amy. Like, so you play the computer to get to the playoffs. And usually that's the easy part. You just win games against the computer. I can't win against the computer, so I'm not going to make the playoffs. I have no practi- chance.
1: Well, you'll get, everything you don't play gets simmed as of the end of the month, so that's probably your best chance to make the playoffs.
2: Just sim it, sim it. see
1: what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have to practice, buddy. Okay, and I'll Venmo you five. And you have to trade off your draft picks for the next couple of years to get good players. Years?
2: Oh, yeah, it keeps going.
1: Th- is- that's what I did. I traded all my draft picks except for this year, next year. I'm trying to get Shaq on the I'm trying to uh, – yeah, Draft Shaq next year. Or Christian Leitner. I got a good feeling about him. And we're playing all... That, we're, we started in 1991. All the players in 1991. So Michael Jordan's one of the players there. All those guys. But
2: you can't have Michael can't Jordan. Have, well,
1: you can trade for him. You just couldn't get the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, wow. Jesse James Decker went home last night on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I didn't know that. I've not watched Dang. a single episode of Disney+. Plus. I did see, and this is on me, that she had text, And I had texted with her a little bit before she was doing the show. And then I changed my number. And she only has my... Other number. And so I would see like three or four messages from her over days, like, hey, what? how's this? Or would you? And I'd be like, oh. I, and I text back, sorry, I haven't seen this in a few days. I'm, just, I'm using another phone now. And so I really didn't help her out at all, except telling her a few things. But I never like openly said, hey, vote for Jesse, which is on me, but I never saw it until it was too late. I guess I could have just remembered, but I didn't. Uh, but she's gone. She's a pretty good dancer, though. I think she had a, had a little dance training. Oh, yeah. Not, I mean- not the uh, ballroom. They try to get to on that show. Like I've never had an ounce of ballroom training, but they've had all this other dance training. Not her, but I would be like, I've only ever danced three times at a wedding and two school events, and <laughs> this is there's a difference. You learn dance because it's pretty. It's not exactly the same, but it's pretty close. I didn't and the line
2: what, dancing, remember at Electric Cowboy? Didn't not, you do no, that? not
1: just that, Eddie. My senior year, in, no, junior year in college, no, maybe sophomore year of college. I took a line dancing class to meet girls. That's it. And I only ever danced with one old lady. <laughs> That was it. The only girl. Some old lady. Non-traditional student. I bet she was good. She's fine. She had passion. And okay. she had a need to feel the thunder. <laughs> okay. Hands of leather. Chase <laughs> right. a lightning Ready? from the sky. <laughs> Jesse James Decker went home. Um, can we have a kangaroo in Tennessee, Mike? You can. Wow. Yeah. $150 <laughs> permit. Oh, gosh. Uh, how do I get that permit? Wait, that's just the permit, dude. That kangaroo hey, all is going to be hey, cheap. Eddie, every yep. great journey starts with a single step. Or, translated, if you want a kangaroo, you got to get a permit first. Yes, it starts How do I get- with a permit. You can apply for one. How do I, do I have to apply? Yeah, I'll send you the link. I'm applying for a permit to get a kangaroo. Boom. Do you need help getting a kangaroo,
2: my uncle, he kind of does that kind of stuff.
1: Mm, that kind of stuff, though, sounds like it, it's it, not it, good stuff. You can also <laughs> own an ostrich, a camel, a giraffe, or a llama. A giraffe,
0: a llama. Can you I imagine the llama.
1: people driving by this house if I had a giraffe walking around? <laughs> just looking over the fence. Yeah, don't <laughs> stop at a kangaroo. And get a giraffe. I don't want to fight yeah. a giraffe. They got a big height advantage on me.
2: Oh, he'll kick your ass for sure. Yeah, when they
1: do the reach, in the the the, the graphic before the fight, they're like giraffe reach neck thirteen feet. <laughs> the inches of yeah, the reach <laughs> yeah. Bobby's neck seven inches like what that's funny actor Matthew Perry admits he spent over nine million bucks trying to get sober Matthew Perry's come clean about getting clean his new memoir Friends, Lovers and the Big Terrible Thing comes out November 1st he reveals Jennifer Aniston was the one who reached out the most he confirmed taking methadone, Xanax and consuming a full quart of vodka a day in addition to 55 mm. Vicodin a day God. a day I thought that was like a, was say a year or a life and this is while doing Friends or all after? Well, so one of the stories I read, because I got into it, because I'm very interested in Friends in general, was he said that the episode after him and Monica got married, they, as soon as they finished shooting it, he got in a car and it took him right to rehab.
2: Dang.
1: Dang. It just also shows you, you don't you never know what somebody's going through. They may look like they're top of the world, and they're really struggling. Or they may look like they're struggling, and actually they got it all you know, put together for them. So you just never, ever, ever know. Because if you just saw the show, you think, man, here's this guy, young guy, a lot of money, living life, loving it, but really he was struggling big time. Yeah, apparently he said whenever he had a goatee on the show is when he was, like, the worst on pills. Was his goatee hiding something, or is it goatee just because of a bad decision? Just because of that. Yeah. I think huh? it
0: represents that time. Like, he can probably look back at me, okay, that was the time when yeah. it was really bad.
1: Yeah, you can look back at my goatee years, too, and they weren't the best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know thinking back mine too man. yeah my I mean honestly not. I'm telling
1: you it was just, bad, it was just a bad decision <laughs> wasn't the same kind of decision or nearly as tragic or hard as his but when I had my goatee I was just an idiot I think because you know why I grew a goatee <laughs> That's right. mm-hmm. started with that bad decision yeah yeah. and then, then I would grow the mustache have the little lines down it and I'd shave out the middle part of the chin do you ever ha- have a soul patch um, I have in the last couple of years just to mess with Caitlin like if I grew my beard out and I would leave it. And she'd be like, I can't. I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not hanging. It's gross. I can't look at you like that. I'm like, what do you mean? Or I'd be like, hey, baby, what do you mean? <laughs> like a rock star. And it's just gross. It is gross. It's hard for me to look at myself in the mirror. So when I would do that, I'd tear all the mirrors down in the house. I'd really commit to the bit, throw all the mirrors away, and then just walk around with a soul patch. Uh, okay. I think we're getting pretty close to being done here. Let me rock a couple voice mails from you guys. This is Mark in Naples, Florida. Voicemail number one just listening to the comments about the
2: helicopter. As a helicopter pilot, I could tell you Raymundo was just completely off track. Helicopters are far more safe if you lose an engine than airplanes are. You can land in somebody's
1: backyard in a helicopter. They have this thing called autorotate. Anyway, Raymundo doesn't know what he's talking about. Hey, Ray, he said that it's basically not a paperweight falling out of the sky as you have described it. Yeah, I mean, maybe I didn't do a great job saying it, but I mean... That auto-rotate switch, what if that goes out? Answer that, Mark. Well, there's a lot of what-ifs. I mean, I think <laughs> what they have are when A goes down, you go to B. When B goes down, you go, it's like a parachute. You jump in a parachute. What if the parachute doesn't open? Well, you open the second one. Well, what if your second one doesn't open? Well, you die. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark can't answer you because he was recorded, Ray. <laughs> I know. Ray challenged the recording. I like that. <laughs> Brave. Uh, voicemail number two. Go ahead. Morning Bobby, morning studio. Just listen to Twenty Five Whistles with your interview, Coach Beamer at the
3: University of South Carolina. Really enjoyed the interviews and really enjoyed the very end of it.
1: You said you hope we beat the crap out of Clemson. It seems like your curse is not quite working yet, but it's getting there. So go cox and I hope y'all have a great rest of the season for Arkansas. Thank you for interviewing Coach Beamer. It was awesome. I didn't say the curse was gonna happen immediately. I said, you never know when it's coming, Clemson. Because your coach was too good to come on our show. You know his coach wasn't too good? University of South Carolina. Coach Shane Beamer, my best friend. But Clemson wants to keep playing. They want to keep messing with the curse. Do what you got to do, guys. But a wise person once said, don't mess with the curse. And that wise person was me. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I, I had nothing there. But still... You're cursed. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's gotten close a couple of times. You just wait till you play my third favorite team, University of South Carolina. Arkansas. What's the second? Mm, Arkansas one. Uh-huh. Who's number two? Oh come on, That's think one. about it. Think about it.
0: Uh and it's all we're all college. College.
1: It's kind of my friend of me team. Hey, Think about it.
0: I am thinking about my f- it. My frenemy. Happy
1: wife. My frenemy team. Oh, yeah.
0: okay. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah.
1: Where yeah. I grew that up not sense. liking Oklahoma because regionally they were close and they were okay. always really okay. good. But now that my wife loves them, I need them to win. Keeps her in a really good mood and her family, me and her, her dad talk a lot about Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And if they lose, I'm kind of like, but but what I do now to make sure I, vo- I like them is I bet on them. So therefore I have to oh. root for them. Yeah, <laughs> <That> where <way> you're <laughs> there rooting you for you the, money. the care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transactional fandom. Yeah. That's what I call it. Uh, here is Casey in Florida.
3: Morning, Cereal. I have a funny question for Amy. Why are frogs good at softball? Because they keep on catching those flies. Have a great day.
1: Oh, oh, That's good. a tough one for me to hear.
0: Catching the flies.
1: Why are frogs uh, good why... at softball? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Pop flies, that was me. I played outfield. I caught the pop flies.
1: They put you in the Yeah.
0: When I played Remember yeah. we had my softball coach on and she told y'all I was good.
2: You were a switch hitter or something? I
0: was. Yeah. She confirmed I was if she needed me to bat left, she'd put me in to throw the pitcher off, but yeah. I also could bat right.
1: Yeah. You also were all-time free throw shooter? Some of these things just don't exist.
0: But we had my softball coach on Amy, and she, she confirmed was like 100. it for y'all. She was not like 100. She was not 100. <laughs> She's going to be offended by that.
1: She thought she was on the She's- Mayflower. No, what? <laughs> She's my friend's mom. She from was back in the day. She, I, I am, she was your coach back in the day. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows what she remembers? I, mean, I barely, oh. rem- I barely remember back in the day.
0: Oh, she remembers that you have, you have a switch hitter on your team and you forget about them.
1: Yeah, that's I'm pretty, sure there are a lot of a, them. Yes, no. there are switch hitters every <laughs> season. No, not yes. at
0: Manchac Optimist. That's where we played. I was one of the only But do you remember
1: when you told us you were all time free throw shooter and then we had to like teach you? I was.
0: And then do you remember when I went to No, do you remember when I went to Vanderbilt and I hit you said I needed to hit a certain amount of free throws out of ten and I did it.
1: I know, but that's great. And you are deceived you're deceivingly a better athlete than anybody gives you credit for. But that I've also
0: hit threes.
1: But that being said, there was no such position as all time free throw shooter.
0: I did really feel as though if they needed someone to go. There must have been a reason why sometime I was called in to do a free throw. Maybe the girl hurt her ankle. I don't know what you do. Maybe one time
1: somebody got injured and they needed somebody to shoot a free throw.
2: Or Bones, when there's like a technical, don't they need someone to shoot the free throw? Only if
1: the the person is injured and unable to shoot. Well, then that Unless must happen. Unless it's happened. like a lane violation, and Amy's probably not <laughs> playing in a league where they're doing lane violations at eight years old. Yeah, because
2: I think there is a way, but probably not. With well, that's your what I'm league, saying. Amy. Like
1: three seconds in the lane. All right, let's get you one shot. You get the ball back on offense. Right? right. But I don't think that my point is those rules were they were pretty elevated rules for that to happen. Okay. Like Eddie, do your kids ever do that? Is there like a lane no, violation with? Not at
2: nine, nine years old. Yeah.
0: But no. I was playing. This is seventh and eighth grade.
2: Okay, maybe. But to your thing with the switch hitter, I think Morgan was also a switch hitter.
0: I was. I was a slap hitter.
1: See, there you go. I wonder who the best switch hitter was in the room.
0: Slap what? A slap hitter. So basically when I was on the left, or I was on the right side, I would bunt to get on base. They always counted on me to get on base. Yeah. Oh, y'all remember when my coach was on? She said I was a really good bunter. She did say that. Are you sure it wasn't Morgan's
1: coach and she was confused what she was calling uh, (laughs) about? Coach Frankie.
0: (laughs)
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I... But okay, and then when you batted left, you were expected to what? Yes, hit it and get on base still. But the slap, whenever I came on to be a slap hitter, I was expected to absolutely get on base. That was the point of me being out there. Okay, well, I don't know that I had expectations to get on base, but my goal was <laughs> to throw the pitcher off.
1: Wait, uh, now correct me if I'm wrong, but anytime you bat, are you not supposed to get on base? Is that the yeah, one? I think the yes. object That's is the to get on base. Yeah. I never have heard of, about a batter being called up to get out. Okay, you're going to be the out batter. You go up and your job is to get out.
2: Maybe a sacrifice, but not really. No.
0: Sometimes I yeah, was also. Yeah, sometimes
2: you want to sacrifice bunt. That's it.
0: I was also put in as the pinch runner. Get
1: that that happened too. Now that, now that happened. I bet you played pinch right fielder and pinch runner. <laughs>
0: I did play right field. How did you know that?
1: <laughs> See,
0: I know, I know. That's probably the well, that's, the that's last probably one. the worst <laughs> position on the field, or that's where you put the player that, like, oh, well, let's just throw them there so they feel good about themselves. But balls came to me and I caught them.
1: I know. I'm sure you did. And Amy, you are a deceivingly good athlete. One, I'm giving, I'm not giving you crap about your athletic ability. Mostly, it's these positions that I think you've created in your head over time. Right, like and sometimes free throw it's shooter.
0: my, it's my depth perception. Maybe at practice, she was an all-time free is, throw
1: shooter for like sprints or something.
0: Okay. Well, Whatever. I, I, I'm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you got anything
0: there? I, well, I was just thinking about certain things that I'm working on. And, like, I I have been working on my brain, and something that is off is 100% my depth perception. And we're working on trying to correct it. And just think if I had been an athlete and this would have been fixed, I might have been better.
1: Yeah. If I was 6'2 and could run a 4'140, golly, can you imagine? Yeah. You'd be fast.
0: Well, and this is like this helps answer too why I hit non moving objects. Mm
1: -hmm. I have one eye that doesn't work, so I don't feel terrible for you.
0: Well, I'm not asking you to feel terrible for me. I'm just thinking, oh wow, like certain certain things are starting to make sense.
1: No, but when you say this is why I hit objects, you want a little us to like have a little sympathy, right?
0: No. I just want you to be understand maybe why it's happening. I'm not even using it as a full blown excuse. It's just uh, this is my hypothesis.
3: I like it. Now you get to do the test group, and then you come back with your conclusion.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let us know how that goes. You'll be full-time, all-time conclusionist, okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike, we uh, top three songs, country music. Let's do this real quick. Ray, let's play them. Number three in country music this week is a little song from Tyler Hubbard. Here you go. God
0: makes five foot nine brown eyes and a
1: I don't understand that song. Someone want to help me out?
0: I think it's about his wife, but also the problem is I think um, she was laughing at him when he wrote it because she's like, honey, I'm 5'10", or something like that. I remember seeing that he got her height wrong, but the song was already written, so.
1: I guess that's why I didn't think it was about her because I knew she said she wasn't 5'9".
0: Listen, and I'm also piecing this together from who knows where Instagram stories, so do not quote me. We weren't. Okay.
1: But we do like to have... A Little insight from your mind. I don't think I was going to. Yeah, but NPR, NPR quote her? may quote you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got her.
0: NPR. Okay. Hey,
1: got her. Yeah, that was cool. NPR quoted okay, Amy listen, once. Listen. Whenever Amy it. said that they. Yeah,
0: I have it right here. I have this. Okay. Tasteofcountry.com. Tyler Hubbard made an awkward mistake when writing Five Foot Nine. The sweet song is about the love of his life, his wife, Haley. However, she's 5'10.
1: Oh, I got this here. NPR said that quoting. Amy Brown.
0: I got it right. Details, right.
1: Amy, listen. Conspiracy theories are bubbling up about the death of Gwen Shamblin, who ran the Remnant Fellowship Church in Brentwood. The hosts of the Bobby Bone Show broadcast their theories. They said she faked her death when her and her husband's private plane crashed into Percy Priest Lake in May. Amy Brown said, why are their bodies, why haven't they been found? Mm -hmm. She went on to say that Shamblin's body was never recovered, but none of that is true.
0: That's what (laughs) I heard. (laughs) Listen. This is, quoting, this is quoting Tyler. I went home that night after writing that song and asked Haley, Babe, how tall are you again exactly? She said, oh, I'm 5'10". He was like, oh boy, here's a song I wrote today, honey, and part of it is about you, uh, but I missed it by an inch.
1: And here's the story I have about a reporter going to Amy's house. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you tell me why you said the Shamblin's bodies haven't been fouled? And he was like, oh boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. I know, that's, what, but this, that's what I heard. This, Boom. But, the but door. But,
0: but, but, but y'all are telling this story in reaction to the Tyler story being wrong, but I'm telling you it's right.
2: Did you look for the bodies and then you didn't find them? No,
0: yeah, I had but... heard from other people <laughs> that there was no bodies. Okay. So, listen, that's the last time I say something like that. I think about a song, it's fine. But about dead bodies, I need to shut yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was just, there was this whole, a lot of conspiracy theories.
3: Hey, but I think if we go back and listen to the clip, Eddie was on board with you. No, 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 I had a whole different
1: thing. But oh, they, well, didn't quote, they didn't quote yeah, me. Because, Don't yes, worry about that. Yes,
0: that is so true. They didn't quote They left Eddie out a of the wise freaking article said. when
1: Eddie... Don't Uh quote me, son, I ain't said... (laughs) That oh, is what a good is point, that? Lunchbox. Don't quote Eddie, oh, yeah, don't yeah, deflect.
0: You straight up said, yeah, I think um, one of my uh, kids uh, plays uh, sports uh, with uh, a guy uh, that uh. said there's no bodies. No,
2: I mentioned a black box. There's no black box.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah. But, and but there they, was a black box. But
2: there was no quote. Nah, they didn't quote me on that.
1: <laughs> don't quote hey. me, boy. I ain't, I ain't said. said. <laughs> oh, Cruising so down funny. a street in my, in six my four, It's like this and it's
0: like
1: that. The number two song, Cole Swindell. She had me at Heads Carolina. I got that's a good one. Number one, Morgan Wall and You Prove.
0: I need something you prove.
1: Why couldn't Tyler Hubbard change it to five foot ten after he heard Is that? Is there a rhyme on that? I, I was know. thinking. Ray, about would that. you play that again?
2: God makes five foot nine brown eyes and a sundress. Lost no.
1: in Nine eyes? No. Uh, here it goes. Uh, five foot ten brown eyes and a sundress. Yeah,
2: he could have changed it easily.
1: What if you heard about somebody yeah. else
2: and th- Uh
1: oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this that's is the a real story.
0: theory, right hey,
1: here. Hey, no, NPR, don't quote me, <laughs> son. I ain't said. <laughs> oh gosh. Well. Because you good change point. it as soon as she says it's five ten. It doesn't. There's yeah. rhyme there. Five mm-hmm. foot ten, brown eyes. Ready? Do it again. God makes five foot nine brown. Okay. That, that eyes doesn't have to rhyme with nine there. That's that's just kind of mm. yeah. What? I
0: mean, it was a mistake that happened, but he probably kept it that way because he knew it would be a good story around the song and something to talk about. Because hey. on the internet there's a million articles about it.
1: Hey. Yeah, likely story. <laughs> hmm? He that's kept interesting. it he kept it wrong. Mm. It's there'd a be one whole stories. Inch. Mm-hmm. I need to write a song. Six foot two. You know, one inch. Oh, okay. I'm 6'1", every bit of it. You're uh,
0: six foot. No,
1: nope, nope. I'm six foot one, every bit of it. Little star on the bottom of the page, in shoes. All right. <laughs> My, the doctor said I was six one last week when I went in. With your shoes on. Well, I didn't take them off. Uh, number one hip hop song: DJ Khaled and Drake, Lil Baby, Stay Alive."
0: Real life. I, 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 I'm standing alive.
1: Staying alive. Staying alive. Staying alive, alive. Another one. Another one. Yeah. Try me on a time. Okay. Wanted me to lie, uh, Doja Cat, number one pop song, Vegas.
0: But
1: don't play your yeah. yeah. right. uh, one final thing. I saw the story about Bridget Mono, Bridget uh Monahan, who is Tom Brady's ex. And she was talking about their split. And did you know? And I think I'd heard this, but i just kind of forgotten. But Tom Brady left her to date Giselle while she was pregnant with this kid.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah, I
1: knew that. Hey, yes. miss and, I, and when I read it, I was like, dang, I forgot that. I think I was just so lost in the Tom Brady glory of winning all the championships that I forgot that kind of seemed like a douchebag move. Yeah. And it, it did seem like a douchebag move. You leave a pregnant. I don't know what's going on between them, so I will say that again. I don't know. She could have yeah. kept on the balls every morning and woke him up and it'd been like, I'm out of here, too. But I don't know that's true either. But it just seems a little suspect that you leave your girl that's pregnant with your kid to go date a supermodel, right?
0: Yeah, who knows the details? But yeah, it's Moynihan. You
2: don't need the details. It's Giselle,
1: man.
0: Yeah. What but do you, you mean? Stop. What? Bridget Moynihan is, she's a human too. <laughs> no, no, no. no.
1: So I'm talking about hey, hey, Bridget, Bridget Moynihan's hot too, guys. I'm talking yeah. about yeah. Hey, don't be sleeping anybody on her hot anybody then. that's pregnant to go be with someone else. That just feels yeah. weird. Regardless of who it is. I didn't know that. It maybe isn't the best, wasn't the best thing to do. On the surface, would we agree Surface. I mean, let's go and, I'm gonna Google Yeah,
0: also, yes, we do agree. If NPR is listening, we don't know all the details. <laughs> if
1: NPR is
2: listening. We don't
0: know the inside of their relationship at all or what was really
1: happening. Mm-hmm. But, yeah,
0: you would think, like, maybe let's just go ahead and have the baby and then wait a little bit and then go. Yeah, maybe.
1: Know. Maybe, maybe. Okay.
0: Maybe I- Bridget Moynihan was like, okay, yeah. Or maybe she kicked him out. I don't know.
1: Yeah. What's, Mike, what's that page over there? Is there something else to do or no? No, it's something else. Okay. Um, I think that's about it. Who, Amy, what do you have to say before we go? Anything you want to talk about?
0: Oh, I have a new fifth thing up today. If you want to check it out, Four Things Podcast. That's how you find it. Four Things with Amy Brown.
1: Which one? You said Four Things Podcast and Four Things with Amy Brown.
0: <laughs> oh, it's Four Things with Amy Brown. But today's the bonus episode, which Bobby, years ago, helped me came up with the cl- come up with the clever name of calling it The Fifth Thing.
1: Uh Did I really? you remember
0: that? Yes. Mm. That was your,
1: we were talking about just. There's so much, so much treasure comes out of this mind. I just forget some of it.
0: Yeah. I I still remember the day because I was like, oh, that's so cool. Because yeah, on Thursday we do four things and then the bonus episode is like, voila, a fifth thing. It's like extra.
1: Also, not that brilliant of an idea, but.
0: Well, I think I was just going to call it bonus episode. It works. And you were, you were like, ah, oh, what about the fifth thing?
1: Ah. Man, that's, that's good. It's cool yeah. if I went, ah, <laughs> too. If I went, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <the fifth> thing. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right, check that out. Uh, Eddie, what do you want to say?
2: Oh, I have another thing for you. So I, I think Lunchbox owes me $40 again.
1: Oh, gosh.
2: Because we made a bet uh, on the. Are you doing this because you need five bucks to pay your league dues? Well, he owes me money. So we'd made oh a bet. God, we made a bet that so to- that I said that the, be- the Bucks would lose this weekend. They lost. He paid me the money. He said, dude, you should put all the money on the Patriots, and, and you, will, you will double your money up. And so I did, and again, the Patriots lost last night.
1: But he didn't force you to do He gave you bad advice, but he didn't force you to do it.
2: I understand, but he does this all the time where are like, dude, you need to do this. Like, trust me, trust me, Eddie, here's me the thing, though.
1: I'm going gonna, gonna to say this to you. You're opening up a little box, and if you'd like to further climb in the box, I'm happy to, but I'm just letting you know you're opening up a box. I'm not sure you want to open.
2: Oh yeah, I don't want to open that box. I don't.
1: So are you? But sh- but, if you, but what I'm if saying. You say what I'm saying any, no, Anything else from here? Choose. Nope.
2: Uh, nope.
1: No, nothing. I'm done. And let's get in the box anyway. Eddie owes twenty bucks for not listening on the show. Yeah, he hasn't paid. Amy has.
0: I paid. He didn't pay. Punishment. Says who? You said, Bobby. You said everybody needs to pay by the end of the week. Or whatever week that was, and it
1: goes into the jar—the same jar my money goes into, right? Twenty cash. Yes, twenty
2: cash. All right, give me my money, lunchbox, and then I'll pay the jar.
0: No, he
1: he doesn't owe you. He
0: didn't.
2: Yeah, he didn't. He shouldn't be. Like, like there has to be (laughs) what? (laughs) Spank me. There has to be responsibility behind. Hey, you should bet this. You. You can't
1: just say that stuff, Eddie. Let me ask you a question. You ever watch that show? Um, uh, Ben Stiller and. Take uh, my money. No, Robert Downey Jr. and they're like, "Meet the fuckers." Nope. No. And he's he's that Robert Downey Jr.'s character wears camo and Iron he, Man. And <laughs> was movie fa- or shit. Yeah, Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thank you, Tropic
2: Thunder. Oh, that that movie's good. And yeah. Robert Downey
1: Jr. was playing an idiot character, and he mm-hmm. but that idiot character said idiot things, but the mm. character was an, it, 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 The character was somebody you should actually disagree with anyway. He was playing a character that was an idiot character, <laughs> but then people. Yes. We're like, we're going to boycott because Robert Downey Jr.'s character is saying this. But you're like, no, no, no. Yes, it's saying things that it shouldn't say. But his character is somebody who says things they shouldn't say. No one's watching going, we agree with him. Everybody's going, that guy's an idiot. Right? Are you with me here so far? Yeah. Now, if you feel like Lunchbox isn't someone that you can trust for gambling advice, you can't go, well, I don't trust him, and then I'm going to listen to him and... He owes me money when he's wrong. Because you didn't trust him to begin with, because that's who he is to you.
2: I mean, I get what you're saying. I just feel like you can't just say those words. And okay,
3: like, so then, Eddie, everybody that listens to the Sore Losers, you owe them money every time you give out a bet. No, you make me do that. Oh, I don't make you. I just say, do you, you have say, any? Hey, oh. You say, hey, you got to have a lock for the show. And, and I, I said, do you
2: have any locks? Oh. Sometimes I'll be like, I don't have one. What? You can't do that. you got to have something.
3: Oh. Okay, fine. Ray, do I make them, or do I say, do you have any locks?
1: Um, I think it's offered up if anybody has something that they'd like to give the listeners, Eddie decides to give them a pick.
0: Yeah, Eddie, you're acting like you have a gun to your head.
2: Sometimes I feel like that, Amy.
0: <laughs> well, I just want you to pay the twenty dollars you owe.
3: I mean, if you wanna if you really want to go down a rabbit hole. We do. No, I don't want to do that to Eddie. Do it. Oh, no, I no, no, rabbit hole. What's the rabbit hole? Well, I mean, really Eddie should be doing a neck tattoo. Because it was his third time of not listening, but, I mean, I don't want to get into the weeds.
0: Oh, is neck tattoo on there?
3: Yeah, because remember the second one is he had to go to a public place and bark like a dog. Did it. Yeah, so then the third one was the neck tattoo. If you can provide those clips, Lunchbox, in a
1: a courtroom.
0: Oh, yeah, clips are his specialty. We'll
1: definitely make it That's
3: what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to do that to Eddie, but I'm just saying... Hey, no what about what about out. the
2: Woodstock review? Like, are we ever going to get that? Oh, we did do it. No. We're supposed to 99. do another
1: one. No, he never said to do Woodstock yes, 99. He, yes, he
2: did. <laughs> Bones, would you like to tell him?
1: I believe I said, hey, if you want to watch it and give us a review, you can. I don't think I put him a hammer lock. And,
3: exactly. He didn't say, oh, oh you need to watch it. now we're time. doing the hammer lock.
0: Well, you're acting like you were in a hammer lock with the sports
3: I bet. mean, hey, this turned on you, buddy. You tried to sell me out, and guess what? You're getting a neck tattoo. <laughs>
1: Rocks, Temporary. Rocks, rocks and glass houses, man. They get you every time. All right, okay. we're done. I tried to let it slide, but, I mean, you want to come after me, I'll come after you. Eddie, you owe 20 bucks to the kitty. You got it. Hey, Amy, 20 bucks is in the kitty. Yep. Cash. We need to get a real jar. and I that have cash. a cash jar. you no, no, have okay. the jar. Um, lunchbox, anything you want to say?
3: Man, so does he... I, I don't think Eddie owes you $20, though. The, I don't think he owes the jar. Yeah, I think does. he owes the neck tattoo. Well, the no, jar first. The, 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 the first never. defense is $20. Right, right. This would be his third
1: offense. Right, but he never did the first offense. He's gotta pay the first offense first.
3: Oh, oh. Dang. I don't think he was listening there. That's
0: fine.
3: Oh, Lunchbox wasn't listening. Oh, good one, Mike D. (laughs) I didn't understand how you got Uh adding this up. Yeah, there's
0: a difference in not listening and then just being straight up confused.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Straight up stupid.
0: Well, I wasn't gonna say Uh that.
1: Hey, did you just call me stupid? <laughs> nah, man, no, no That's no, for no. sure I'm going to look for the clips. All right, uh, we're going to go. Everybody, have a great day. Thank you, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, Ray, how long was this post show? Of just me Two hours. I'm what? guessing 54 minutes. Yeah, 54 yeah. minutes That's and wow. 32 Words? seconds. What th- it's just us hanging, man, you know? Everybody, we're on a little pain medicine. No,
2: no, no, we're not. No, Chilling. we're not. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> I mean, I'm on
0: something.
1: <laughs> what? what? What are you <laughs> oh, on? what was that? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. What Bye, everybody. We're out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robey And me, Simone Boyce.